you for joining us for the FS Monroe podcast with Pastor Terrell Turner. Our vision is that as we teach faith and love, we can duplicate ourselves and lost others. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. I found myself last year this time, you know, we all do it. You know, 2012, that's my year, and yada, yada, yada. I'm going to get this and get that. And, uh, you know, believe God for some things and I saw God do some things in my life. I saw him drink and bring about some transformation. I saw him do some things. But I also found myself getting to this uh, staleness, this uh, uh, stuck. And what I'd found is I, I had settled, and I'd gotten comfortable, not just in last year, but in my life. I just kind of accepted some things as they were. And I shared this this morning with someone. God has already proclaimed. Now, we sit there and, cry and, and we do our little uh, hopscotch and run around and yida, shaba. But he has done everything he's going to do. Work's been finished. Work's been done. God's done. Finished. He said, but I give you the power, oh, all the power of the enemy. And he said, I'm going to give you the keys unto the kingdom. And now you've got to go through scriptures to find out. And then Jesus said in the book of Matthew, and the kingdom of God is within you. Yes. I'm saying this to say, God's already, he's already done everything. Come on. He's already proclaimed this year the year of favor. Mm-hmm. He's already proclaimed 2013 the year of prosperity. Yes. Uh, he's already proclaimed this to be a year of restitution. Yes. That's just a word that says that everything that was stolen is going to give, be given back to you yes. in the amount that it was taken from you. Hallelujah. He's already proclaimed. We, I, I've stood up here and I shared the word. It's already been declared. It's up to you what you do with it. Okay, I can't do it for you. I can't go get it for you. But if you will step out of the boat and begin to walk and pursue, God's favor will meet you at the point where you step out. And it's, it's what is this, the third week? This is week number three. I'm already seeing God do some stuff in my life. That is, why? Because I, I got fed. I'm like, wait a minute. I really don't have to be here. I don't have to be. I don't. This okay. So now, you know, we my, my girl back there, Captain Plant. The power is yours. So it's it's what you do. When will you now begin to exercise what's been given to you, and just begin to walk it out? Come uh, on. Who was that? Unk. I walk it out. I walk it out. And Andre three thousand. Maybe on this side, a little bit younger. Uh, but as I walk it out and walk out what the word says, you're going to begin to see that he's, he's done it. Well, I'm waiting for my blessing. Go bless yourself. What? I understand what I mean. We, we're waiting on God. We're waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on my car. I'm waiting on uh, God to fix this relationship. I'm waiting on the Lord. Just, just waiting on him. You, you'll be waiting until the next 40 years. Come on. Tell the truth. Talk about it. You listening? Come on, baby. Yes, there's a time where we wait patiently for the promise. Mm-hmm. And we stand on God's word. But to wait is to do, it's, it's not sitting there and, but it's to just be thankful. Thanks. And to maintain an atmosphere and an attitude of expectancy yes. and receiving. Yes, sir. Yes. 
but at the same time, I'm still walking and taking my steps mm-hmm. of moving toward what God has for me. Yes, Lord. You never stop. Never stop. You never stop. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. And I'm, I'm, I'm pumping you now and pushing you to now take a step of faith. Yes. Come on. Just go see what he'll do. Yes, Lord. <laughs> just, just go see. Go see. He's already declared it to be the year. That is stupid. Fa- he's already declared it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. But you'll never see that ridiculous favor if you don't try it. Tell it to me. That's good. Never. Good job. If you're just comfortable in the two-bedroom apartment, that's great. If you're just comfortable and it's all right, and and I'm just waiting on the Lord, and I'm being of a good courage. Wait, I say. But you got to give God something to work with. Got to give him something to work with. And put demand upon the promise that he's already declared, already spoken, already released. Amen. You've got angels, you've got the power of the Holy Ghost, you've got the wisdom of God, you've got the blood of Jesus. There's nothing that you cannot accomplish, there's nothing that you can't do, there's no door that cannot be opened. If you'll step out, okay, that's not what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm just flowing. All right. Praise the Lord. Now. Transformation on, on Wednesday night, for those of y'all who weren't here, it was good. Uh, I talked about, what did I talk about? The life of the Word of God. Yeah. And how that God's Word is a living thing. Yes, it is. It's, it, really, it's living, it's breathing. It's not just words on the page. But when you put it in your mouth and begin to release it, yeah. it literally becomes like a virus. Yeah. And it spreads and it begins to do stuff that it says it can do. Amen. So now today, I'm going to kind of tie in with the life of the Word, and I'm going to talk about how this Word can transform us. Yes. What makes the Word of God the Word of God? Yes. Uh, 2013, if we're going to grow, I- I've got to grow you. I've got to put some Word on the inside of you. I- I've got to fertilize and till up some weeds yep. and put in some nitrogen and minerals in that soil of your heart yeah. so you can produce some fruit. Uh-huh. Now, somebody say this, the authenticity, authenticity. going to learn a word today, amen, amen. of God's word. God's word. Y'all, work, y'all with me? All right, now, what does that word authentic mean? It means the proven worth and the genuineness of a thing. Now, I love food. And I traveled 24 countries and got to taste some good food and some bad food. Uh, and so <clears throat> when I hear the word authentic, I mean, I think of a restaurant. Uh, when you hear of an authentic Italian restaurant or an authentic Mexican, that means it's not uh, Taco Bell when they say authentic Mexican. Uh, when it says authentic, that means Pedro and Maria is in the back, and they're going to get some quesadillas, some carne asada, uh, some tostados. And he's going to come out with some, you know, some good stuff, you know, not pick a de gallo from, from a, a sal- what's that, Salsaritas? Yeah, that's not a thing, Mexican. It's, it's the proven worth, authentic Italian. It's not, not what's that, uh, Olive Garden? And Olive Garden's great, you know, but you got uh, Mamaria back there with the flour and the dough, and she's going to make some pasta from the dough, and Put that sugar and olive oil and the spaghetti and the mud, you know, come on. Get good eating. So what makes God's word the, the real thing? 
What makes it proven? What makes it genuine? What makes it real? So, so that I'm not a liar, and I'm not up here just being preacher and slick willy with the purple shirt on and just playing church. And you didn't get out of your bed this morning and eat your grits and eggs and come over here to sing some songs and shout ha-ba-ba and then go and leave. What we're here for? What makes this real? Come on. What makes this truth? What makes this right? What makes this a living thing? Say this with me. God's word, God's word contains, contains his, his creative power, creative power and, ability. and ability. Tell somebody that God's word contains his creative power and ability. Praise the Lord. Turn your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Genesis, chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. Now my time is backwards. It's uh, 1144. I don't even know when I stop. Okay, thank you, Lord. Gotcha. All right. Genesis, chapter 1, first book of the Bible. Should be the first few pages. Thank you, Lord, for an impartation today. God's word contains creative power and ability. That word creates means to bring into being. Are you at Genesis? Chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, God did what? Y'all with me? Come on, give me some life. God did what? Created. There we go. One more time. God did what? Created. There we go. All right. Heaven and what? Earth. Earth. Now, in John chapter 1, with uh, parallels, it says, In the beginning, there was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay? So now we go backwards to Genesis 1. In the beginning, God, or the Word, created heaven and earth. So, heaven, the earth, everything we see was created or brought into manifestation by the word. Everything was created by the word. Everything was created by the word. I'm going to say it again. Everything was created, brought into being by the word. Now go to verse 2. It says the earth was without form. It was void. It was empty. And there was darkness upon the face of the deep. Now your life today could be void. It can be empty. It can be without shape today. I don't know what's going on in my life. I have no answers. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm aggravated. Why am I here? See, there's two things in life that are the best things you can ever find out. The first thing is to find out when you were born. The second thing is to find out why you were born. When you get those two things together, life's changed because now your life has purpose, has meaning, and now you have destiny and a place to go. So, my life is just 
I'm just going to work or I'm just sitting at home without work and I'm, what's my purpose? You know, am I just really clickety-clacking and putting in data entry? Or am I just, you know, uh, punching in nails and building stuff? Am I just uh, uh, flopping hamburgers? And that's what my life is for the next 40 years. What's my life? The Spirit of God then moved upon the face of the water. Verse 3, and God did what? Everybody together. Come on, you're there? Okay, come on, come on. And God did what? All right. When I ask for a response, it's just to, you know, connect with me. I'm not here by myself, okay? So, and God did what? He said, let there be light, and there was light. Isn't it good to know that God's word contains creative ability? That it can fix whatever is dark, whatever is dull, whatever is dense, whatever is void, whatever is empty. God's word can fix that. But it only fixes it when you can say it. Now, again, I'm going to interchange this stuff that the word said, let there be light. And then light became. Whatever is empty or missing in my life only comes into being when you now begin to open up your mouth and begin to say it. That's how things come into our lives. Okay? Now, I'm not teaching some weird voodoo. I'm I'm teaching out of what Genesis 1 says, that there was some empty stuff, there was some void stuff. In fact, uh, scholars, some scholars believe that in Genesis 1, God created heaven and earth, and then between 1 and verse 2, that's when Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. Uh, and then so the earth became void, and then there was darkness. Because how could there be darkness when God creates something? Yeah. That's right? right? Now, so we hear all this, devil's busy. Oh, devil done messed up my stuff, and devil done turned this, and devil done stole my house, he stole my car, he stole my fingers, he stole my kids, and jacked up my health, and all that stuff. Devil, devil, devil. I don't think he did all that. But even if he did, Come on. jacked it all up, the word, Instantly moved out darkness and light became. So, yes, life can be hard and full of heartache and pain and it can, it can really be jacked up. But once Jesus comes on the scene, y'all must don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to preach it anyway like there's 50 billion people. But once Jesus comes on the scene, then everything that was wrong gets made right. Once light steps in, all darkness gets removed. Once... He comes in, what was wrong gets made right. There is creative ability in the word of God. There's life in God's word. The only reason why there's darkness is because there's no word in your life. The only reason why it's empty is because there's no word. The only reason why there's trauma is because there's no word. The word has creative power and ability. It has something in it that can make something. You can't do it. You can't have it. You can't fight it. You can't, I've been fighting, I've been trying, I've been, because you are human. 
But now if you will now take God's work, which contains creative power and ability, then you'll see God come on the scene. God doesn't show up until his word shows up. And his word shows up when faith is is activated. And faith doesn't come again until his word comes. Come on. In verse 4, God saw light that it was what? Good. Now, I can stay right here and preach all day long. When God shows up, it's good. Now, my car not breaking down because God and the word brought that, so I ain't got to worry about that joker because it's good. When my wife shows up, I ain't got to worry about that because it's good. He said the blessing of the Lord makes rich and it brings no sorrow. So whatever God comes, I don't need no sorrow, don't need no breakdown, no frustration. No, we ain't arguing and fussing and going through change because the blessing is good. good. Yes, Lord. Now, some people don't want to receive that, but I just don't believe I got to be broke, busted, disgusted, and going through changes and have drama and, 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 and yeah. Come on. Uh-uh. Not, at least not me. Amen. Y'all can have it. <laughs> but, but not me. He said it was good. And the evening and the morning was what, the first day? There'd never been a day until God said it. Now, the Bible says in the book of Romans 4 and verse 17, and he calls those things that be not as though they were. And I don't want to go too, go too deep in that, but we'll get there. Uh, what happened in verse 6? We have those first three words. Verse 6, Genesis chapter 1, verse 6, the first one, two, three words. Everybody, one, two, three. And verse 8, those first three words, what happened? And God called. Hmm. God said and God called. And we go on the verses and we see and God said and God called and then God saw. So before God saw, he had to say and he had to call. Now, uh, we got some dreams we got some desires in here. And I'm, I'm so happy for that because you're people of destiny. But you'll never see that if you don't say what you're supposed to say. Now, all your life, all of our lives, it's just us today. The black and the Hispanics are on the way. They, they slept in this morning. So all of our lives as black folk, we've been, we've already, we started out on the, on, on behind. Okay. Now, in our public schools, they, we had the bad school. We had the, the best up books, the hand-me-downs. Uh, you know, our applications, you know, were sometimes, not sometimes, but they were deliberately kind of passed over just because our shade was a little bit darker than theirs. And our hair is a little bit kinkier than theirs. Uh, and so we were, we were born and we, we, we grew up with this mentality of we're less. And not good enough. Wow. Come on. Yeah, an inferiority complex of, you know, huh. And so now we, we have this mindset of behind yeah. and barely making it. Yeah. And some of us, we may have seen mama struggle. And mama did the best that she could. And me, she may have been on food stamps and she had to stretch and make that lasagna last all week long. Or those beanie weenies and the government cheese. I know what I'm talking about because I had government cheese and I had beanie weenies. And I would be Ashton's age and Sebastian's age and crying after church. I don't want great, God, it was salmon croquettes, great northern beans, butter me not biscuits, and green beans every Sunday morning. You can't forget that meal. 
cry. I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, you're going upstairs. That's all we have. That's all we have. <laughs> and so that's how we grew, grew, we grew up. And we saw if we played sports, we saw the white boys get the quarterback position and we had to play lineman or second string or, or the white chilies. Why we can't be on the Chilean squad and, and some other stuff and junk like that. But if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And that's not the family we came out on. And although you may have been behind and although you may not experience the other side, there is another side of life. Yeah. There's a better side of life. Yeah. And no matter where you've come from, I got to tell you where you really came from. Amen. And that is you came from God and he breathed life into you. And you became a living spirit. I know you, your mom and dad got together, but you came together because of a purpose and a, because of a, a destiny. So you have to speak now. I am a winner. I am on top. I, I am ahead. And I can't have this. And I, I can't possess this. And it gets better and better no matter what it looks like in spite of. Because God's word contains creative power. And it has ability. Now turn to Hebrews chapter 11. See, now when I understand this, I become transformed. Now uh, when I understand this, I, I become changed. And not only I become changed, but my lifestyle becomes changed. And let me tell you and pronounce to everybody in here, your best days are in front of you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. And I, I, I bet my life, if you stay here, you're going to see that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And you'll be the ones that uncle and aunt and cousin and them look at because you've now been raised up. Raised up. How? How did I get raised up through my creative power in the word of God? Yes. Think about it. Some of you already have begun to experience the transformation because you've come in contact with this place where there's word. You never knew that you were a winner. You never knew that what you could have until you were taught God's word. Amen. Now running is great and singing is great and Doing jump splits is great, and all that's wonderful. And we'll do that at times. But at the end of the day, you got to have something. Because uh, Pokemon coming. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon, he, he coming. And, and he going to throw some stuff to see whether or not you say you have what you have. I just feel like preaching this morning. Because you can have your little, uh, my little black suit, and I can button it up. And I can wear my little ring and Udabo, hallelujah, shanama, and all that's well and good. But what happens when I go outside? My car won't crank. What then? Man of faith and power? Prophet? What happens then? What happens? What am I going to do? Oh, my God, I can't believe this. What's going on? Oh, it's, oh, it's always something. God, it's the last of Wednesday I was sick, and now, now my car won't even start. God, I, don't, well, I ain't got no money. I can't call no tow truck. Artie, you, you got extra battery? You got some jumper cables? <laughs> Y'all laugh. But that's what we do. A little, 
little bro man come in the house. He got a progress report. Got some zeros on there. And you dumb thing. You just like your daddy. He was dumb. He didn't graduate. And what's your problem? I'm doing the best I can. I'm struggling with these bills. I'm working two jobs. And you're going to come in here with these Ds. Get on out of here with your ugly <laughs> And we speak that over our children. We call ourselves, you know, uh, but we don't realize that we're speaking the word. Now, we're speaking word. Might not be God's word, but you're speaking some kind of word today. In fact, I would submit to you that wherever you are, it's the result of the word you've been speaking. Tell the truth. You tell the whole truth. Yes, sir. It is. It is. All right. You're at Hebrews 11? You should be there by now. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. <clears throat> now faith is the substance. Now when you think about substance, my mind automatically goes towards a, a, a pine tree and you pick out the bark and you got that sticky sap. That's when I think about substance. That ain't going away. You know that tree is there. You ever did that before and it's all sticky and you're like, oh Lord. Uh <laughs> I'm going to mess my pants up. Mama going to kill me. <laughs> my church clothes. I ain't got but one pair. Oh, God. You know how to pray then, boy. <laughs> Jesus, please don't let my daddy kill me. All right. Now, faith is the substance. Now, what is that substance? That substance is the word of God. The word of God is tangible. I know it's in your lap, but you can hold on to it. It's firm. It's fixed. It's resolute. It won't change. No matter what happens, the word remains the same. It, whether I feel good today or not, the word is still the same. When I feel like getting up, when I don't, God's word, it, it doesn't change. If I got laid off, his word still is truth. If I got a new job, word still truth. When we're happy and, 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 and you know it, say amen, it's still truth. When we ugly and we mad, say get out of my face, word of God is still truth. It, this, it won't, substance. But hold on to it. When you are discouraged and you're by yourself, you hold on to this one. When you thought uh, uh, Uncle Bubba was going to give you that extra uh, $500 to move in and he said, I, I don't have it, I couldn't get it, you can hold on to the word. When you thought that I needed somebody to pray with me and you called and it went to voicemail and what am I going to do? He is my anchor. It's, it's the word. It is the evidence of things that we don't see. The word is the proof. Now, y'all have watched, prob I've never seen an episode of CSI. I heard it's a good show. <laughs> uh, cr crime scene investigation? Okay. So, uh, CSI, uh, Law and Order, uh, Scandal, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar with Matlock. <laughs> Uh, Judge Perry, Perry Mason? Okay. All right. Talk to me, somebody. All right. And so uh, what would he do? He, he'd go in and he'd call for some evidence when he went to trial. Right? And they'd say, well, y'all remember, everybody remember this. I remember in 1995, I was in, uh, what was in, I think it was in ninth grade. We was at lunch. And the bell rang and they had the TV on. And they said, the verdict is coming. OJ, verdict is coming. Everybody around the, it don't, it don't fit, don't fit. You know, and Johnny Crockett, the glove don't fit, you must quit. 
He had that evidence. So when you go through a life trial, well, if you have no evidence to present on your behalf, you're going to get convicted and tried and sent on off, shackled and bound. But if you have evidence that presents to you that uh, with his stripes I'm healed, that concerns his cancer they say they saw in my, in my left breast or in my left foot, you got evidence for that. That can prove to the judge what your real sentence is. And that's that you'll live and not die and declare what? The word. Hello, somebody. For by this word, the elders contained a what? A good report. The word always has a good report. I'm preaching up in here. I know you might not. The, the word of God always has a good report. It never comes back with anything negative. Hallelujah. It don't matter what happened. The word is my good report. Somebody said the word of God is my good report. So this is why I can smile. This is why I have joy. This is why I have no cares because I have a good report in spite of where I am because where I'm in is only temporary. Uh, he says, now through faith or through the word, which is now, amen, then we understand the worlds were what? Framed by what? The, the worlds were what? How'd they get framed? Now, to frame, we all think about this, is you think about a house. And what do you see when they're constructing that house? You see a wood frame. Or if it's an industrial building, you'll see a steel frame. Now, what's that frame do? The frame gives it shape. The game, the uh, frame gives it structure. Gives it dimensions. And it makes that building what it is. Now, the, the earth or the world was given structure. It was given shape. By God's word. Now hear me. This year in 2013, your life has to be structured, framed and shaped by God's word. Everything you do must be first shaped and put into form by God's word. Now if you don't do that, what happens is what Jesus said in the book of, uh, I believe it's Luke. He said, if you won't build upon the word, what's going to happen is when the flood comes and when the winds blow against it, it's going to crumble and it's going to fall. Yep. Now we have uh, some setbacks in life because we didn't frame that properly by the word of God. Amen. So before you even start, let's just take a, a, a good example. Our favorite one is a new job. And this goes all the way back to one of the first messages I taught is you've got to find in God's word a promise that relates to your need. So before you even start, you've got to search this out and find some scriptures that pertain to a particular job position. Okay, then you've got to put it in your mouth. Well, before even that, if you don't believe it, don't even, don't even open up the Bible. Just If you don't believe you can have that senior VP position, just get on out of there. Because mm -hmm. it's not going to happen because you don't believe it yourself. Amen. If you don't believe God's big enough to give you a brand new Lexus LS 400, it ain't happening. Yeah, you won't even go down there to the lot. Yeah, 
because you don't even believe I, I can have that. Because they, they told you all you can ever get was a Ford. And Fords are great cars, don't get me wrong, okay? They, they got great gas mileage now, and they're doing some good stuff, some innovative stuff. So I'm not coming against Fords. If you want a Ford, that's you. But you'll never believe it if, 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 if you don't put it in your heart. So I framed, this church was framed, it was, it was built upon the word of God. Amen. Everything that we do is upon the word. We lift our hands because the Bible says, uh, we lift our hands without wrath, without doubt, and we'll lift up thy hands in thy name. We clap our hands because the Bible says, oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. I got a keyboard because uh, it comes from the piano, and the piano is a string instrument. Psalms 150, praise him upon the stringed instruments. Praise him upon the cymbals. And the, that's, that's why. Not because we think it's a good idea to have a rock band. But everything, so everything in your life, you want to have, okay, that's word. Okay? And if you haven't done it, you want to go back and now refortify everything in your life with word. Now, I'm giving you some, some stuff here. I hope you're listening. that my health I'm able to breathe I ain't got no high blood pressure or low blood pressure not just because I'm 31 believe it or not there was a time when I was 25 I had hypertension I was stressed out my mind going through hell okay but now I speak and declare over my body every single day what the word says about my health that's right fortify there, there's no way sickness or disease can attach it. There's, there's, it's impossible. That's right. Glory to God. It's impossible. Hallelujah. Impossible. impossible. It's impossible for you to be behind in your in your bills when you're speaking life over your finances every single. It, it can't. It, it will not be done. Amen. Won't. Amen. I, I'll quit. We'll, we will lock the door in the church. I. If you can come to me and say, I've been speaking the Bible over my finances every single day for the past six months. I've been tithing, and I've been, and, and I'm behind. Come on. Tell the truth. I, I'll quit. Tell the truth. I'll quit. I, I will. And, and I'll, I'll pay the bill. It, it cannot be done. Come on. But it takes effort. Yes. It takes some work. It takes, some work. it takes crucifying this flesh and stop being lazy. Which one's more important? Is it more important for me to get up or, or, or to sleep? Could an extra five minutes ain't going to make a difference anyway. It's not like I'm a, oh, boy, I feel great. It's going up. Now, faith is the word of God. Uh, Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So therefore, I can put the two together. Faith is the word of God. Okay, so <clears throat> we understand that things which are seen, verse 3, were not made of things which do appear. Okay, things that are seen. Things you see weren't made by what you see. They were made by what you don't see. What are those things? Your words. Amen. Your words. Whatever you see got here by what you didn't see. Mm -hmm. Whatever you see got here by what you can't see. Mm -hmm. I got to speak. If I want to, we said this Wednesday night, uh, if, if I want to see, I see it when I say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't see it until I say it. Change, transformation in our lives comes about by fixing this. Now, it, it starts taking a, a conscious effort because we've been, we just be flying off, just talking about stuff. Just, uh, uh, one of the, I may have taught this. One of the greatest things I hear, and my mom shared this with me. Uh, she preached this probably 10 years ago. She talked a, a message about how to deal with pressure. <clears throat> and uh, she was talking about stress. And she was talking about how you go out in the world and you can, you can be at, at the Walmart checkout line buying a, a pack of uh, Wrigley Spearmint gum. Boop! That'll be 25 cents. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you pay 25 cents. Thank you for shopping Walmart. Have a great day. Take care. All right, thank you. And we, and we just, in, in greeting, all right, take care. And we don't realize that we just said take care. Mm-hmm. I spoke care over you. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might think this is too deep. Right some on. folk may think that this is us, but we say take care. Okay. Yeah. But Jesus said, put your care upon me because I care yeah. for you. Jesus said, you're not supposed to have any care. Come on. He said, but my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And you'll find rest in your souls. But we don't realize how people, or we allow people to speak stuff over our lives. So people say, take care. (laughs) You be blessed. And I'll, I'll go out and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I cast all my care upon you. I don't receive care care go from me now. I will not receive care or anything pronounced over my life. Just a little extra tidbit for you all. Because yeah. you'll be frustrated and, and won't even know why. Number two, God's word is freedom yes, sir. from all opposition. Yes, sir. Say that. God's word, God's word is, freedom is freedom from all, all opposition. opposition. Opposition is resistance. Is obstruction. You're being opposed today. There's a word for that. The word brings freedom. You're bound up today. The word of God brings freedom. It will loose you and break every chain. All right, let's move. Let's turn to Exodus chapter chapter three. I've been funny. Let's Exodus three. Exodus three. Praise God. God's word brings freedom from all opposition. Brings freedom. You want freedom in your house? You need to put God's word in there. Exodus chapter 3, verse 7. And the Lord said, He did what? Y'all with me? So God is speaking again. Why, why can't we understand that we, we have to speak some stuff? I have surely seen the affliction of my people and I've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. I know their sorrow. God knows what you're going through. Quit whining. God sees what your pain. He knows every tear. He sees you at night. He understands about them grandchildren. He knows and he heard your prayer. He knows your sorrow. Yes, he does. Amen. That's a good thing to know too. That when people don't understand or when they can't get it, you have a God 
who understands exactly and knows how to maneuver exactly with what you're dealing with. Praise God. He says, I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a what? A good land. Told y'all. Into a large land, into a land that flows with milk and with hunt. God's got a great land for you today. He's got a land that's uh, bigger than where you are today. He's got a land that float with milk and honey for you today. Not a, not a small, but a, a big land. You got to receive that this morning. God's got something for you. Jesus. Now, Psalms 107 says in verse 20, he sent his word and it healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. In James 1, he says there is a perfect law or a perfect word of freedom. Now understand that God's, uh, God gave Moses a word. And that word brought freedom to some people who were bound up. Uh, I put this tweet this morning because I, I forgot where I was. I, I was sitting right there. That's where I was sitting. And God spoke and said, when you step into position, somebody else can fulfill their destiny. There are people who cannot fulfill their destiny because you haven't stepped into your position. (laughs) The children of Israel would have never received freedom had Moses not stepped into his position. They'd have stayed shackled and bound. And Moses was busy giving excuses. Well, I'm too, I can't, I'm stutter, I'm I'm too black, or I don't have a degree, and I'm not smart enough, and I got an older sister, and she's a little bit better than that than I am, and my voice really isn't that great. I'm not. But he was comparing himself. And God didn't ask you to compare yourself. He just asked you to obey. And so once you now move into position, there's lives that have to fulfill their destiny, but they can't get there because they're waiting on us. Waiting on us. Waiting on us. <clears throat> there, there, you know, you never know. There, there's a boss or a, a, a CEO that needs to be touched and reached. But if you're too afraid uh, to move into that position of senior VP, he'll never get born again because you're the person that God anointed to, to use. There's some t- my young people, there's some teachers or there's some professors that God would have you to minister to or some other friends, football players, cheerleaders, but they'll never move into their destiny because you're the person that God anointed to get them born again. And think of a life they'll never experience because you won't move into your position. I'm speaking prophetically now. You need to move into your position. Quit dragging your feet. Quit running behind. Quit quit being scared and quit saying, I'm, I'm not moving to position. Because if you don't step into position, you'll move. You'll miss what God has for you. You won't be on the right lane. You're over here on 285 when you're supposed to be on 485. Yes, sir. And you're out of position this morning, and that's why you're not receiving the breakthrough and the experience, because you're not in position. You're in the wrong place. Hallelujah. Now, I get in position by getting in obedience. Amen. That's it. That's true. He's already told you what to do. Quit dragging your feet. Yes, sir. He's already said and already given you the assignment. I'm just confirming it this morning. Yeah.
Stop looking anywhere else. Stop looking everywhere else. Stop looking to your mama. <clears throat> a lot of us, or a lot of, we know people with a, a, a gimme handout, gimme, gimme mentality. <clears throat> Always looking for something. Never giving. And I'm, so I'm not talking to y'all because I believe that nobody in here is looking for a handout. Always looking to receive. Always looking for, you know, what can the church do for me? Or, or what can somebody else do for me? Because this word will produce in you an independent attitude to know that all I need is the word. That's it. All I need is God. Don't need nobody else. If, if, if you lost everything today and it was just you, your children, and your car, you can make it. That's right. And it might seem it's going to be easy, but you can make it. And everything can be turned. And you will not lose. And you won't be taken out of here if you'll stand firm upon this word that's resolute, that contains creative ability, that brings freedom from all, all oppression. Why is that? Number three, God's word is sure. God's word is sure. This will be my last one today. Uh, it is absolute and it's beyond doubt. Turn to uh, Psalms 111. Somebody say, God's word is sure. God's word is sure. They don't have this anymore. Again, you're, you're going to hear a bunch of television and movie uh, examples because that's my background. Uh, Y'all remember a long, <laughs> long time ago, they had this commercial. And a jingle went with this commercial. And it was uh, a deodorant commercial. For sure. Raise your hand if you're sure. <laughs> and so they'd have, like, you know, they'd have, they'd have some pictures of, you know, somebody on the train that'd be, like, you know, kind of hanging it up because they weren't sure if they was musty or not. <laughs> they'd be going into a, a business meeting and, they wouldn't give a person a little hug because they weren't sure, but you can raise your hand when you had on the shoulder deodorant because it it keep you all all day long because it had some some whatever it had in it that keep you fresh. Well, God's word is sure, and so when you go in any kind of situation or any circumstance, you don't have to doubt. You don't have to be reserved. You don't have to walk in fear. Why? Because God's word is sure. It's a sure thing. It's going to work. It's not going to fail. It's not going to let you down. And you have to know that. And you have to act like that. That when you go in here, it's mine. Failure is not an option. I'm not going to walk out of here without this. It's going down today. Yes. What's the, you ain't the one, okay? He's not going to do it. Uh, is there another person in here who's going to give me my car? Because I'm not, God told me to come up in here. But if you're shy, you're not, you're not re- resolved, you won't get it. Come on. You, you're, the wrong, you're the wrong one, Danny. That's all, that's all it is. Well, they told me no. Well, he's the wrong one. Don't be discouraged. It don't mean God's word is not working. But he's the leading God into all truth. His word is sure. His word is sure today. I got a sure word of prophecy today, the Bible says. I got a sure testimony today. When, when, my, when my body is, doesn't want to work, uh, God's word will still work. When, when they don't want to go with me or, or walk with me, I'm still going to stand upon the word of God today. 
because heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word stands sure today. I have a sure testimony when I'm aggravated. I have a sure word of prophecy today. When it looks like it can't be done, I've got a sure word today. When they deny me, I've got a sure word today. And that sure word will break every yoke. It'll destroy every chain. It'll open doors that no man can shut today. There's a sure word. Sure word. Have confidence. Have tenacity. Have fight. Have endurance. Stop giving up so quickly. How bad it is and how rough it is and how hard it is and how I can't. No. His word is sure. He established it 2,000 years ago. And to those who received it, to them gave he power. In Psalms 111 and verse 7, I'm going to read out the Amplified today. The works of his hands are an absolute truth. They are faithful and they are right. He says everything he decrees are sure. They stand fast and they are established Isaiah 55 says it this way, that the word that goes out of my mouth is like this. It won't come back to me empty. You see, this is why I'm so sure today. I'm not making this up. I have the confidence that when I speak, because he says in Isaiah 55, I know the word that confirms the word, that when I speak it, it won't come back to me empty. But it what? It accomplishes where I send it. And then it prospers. So today, I want you to leave with getting God's word in your mouth. Forming upon your tongue. Quit talking doubt and unbelief and despair and agony and behind and barely making it. And it's rough and doom and gloom. And switch that now and transform and turn this to what God says. That's the basis. I know we've laughed and I've said a lot of things, but I need for you to understand that change comes as a result of the word that you speak. God's word is sure. It contains creative ability. And it is freedom from all oppression. There's no reason for you to be frustrated today. There's no reason for you to be aggravated today or oppressed today. Check out where your word is. All right, one more. Can I give you one more thing? Luke 5, and I'm done. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5 and verse 1. It came to pass that as people pressed upon him to hear the what? I'm telling y'all, people are going to be pressing in this place to hear the word. Uh, And we, we, it's so good to see God confirm. Uh, we prayed this yesterday that people will begin, begin to press into places where the word of God is being taught. 
uh, and see it's so good. That's how you know you're praying the right stuff. Yeah. And how you know your prayer is going to be answered because you find it in the Word of God. Yeah. Stop praying all this stuff that don't make sense. Amen. Tell it to you. You praying out. You, you got to pray. You got to pray the Word. You. The, my prayer's not being answered because you ain't praying the Word. Tell it to Jesus, come help me, please, Lord. Just fix it. This, you can't give me reference and verse for that one. Tell it to I know you mean well. I know it sounds sincere. But, uh, let's go somewhere else. Uh, you got, you got a set of keys? Thank you. So, if I go to this door over here and I use this key, I, I, I want to get in. I mean my best to get in. I'm trying my hardest to get in. But this is a key to a car. It don't even, well, you know. <laughs> it, it ain't going to fit. So there's a key to activate your prayer. But if you don't have the right key, it's not going to open. Thank you. It's not going to open. You have to pray God's word. You gotta pray his word. Uh, there were two people standing by the lake, uh, and <clears throat> he saw two ships, and they were washing their nets. Everybody see that? Everybody, uh, just circle the, uh, that word nets in your Bible. And I got, I got to hurry so we can finish. Got to hurry. Now, what, what were they doing? They were washing their nets. Everybody got it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I, wanna, I don't, I don't want to preach too long. Who were washing their nets? The Amen. Y'all with me now. Praise God. The fishermen were washing their nets. And Jesus entered into one of the ships with Simon's, and he prayed, or he asked him, hey, I need you to cast off a little bit from, from the land because uh, I want to preach. And he sat down, and he taught the people out of the what? Out of the ship. Now, when he finished speaking, he's still in the boat. And Peter's still there. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Look at, look at this. I've never seen this. Uh, bro, Peter was in the boat with Jesus. I just, I've been reading this. Well, he, he's in the boat with Jesus, y'all. He heard the same sermon. Heard the same message. Now let's find out what Jesus says. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what I'm thinking about? I said, uh, all right, all right, all right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Y'all going to learn today. <laughs> okay. And we had left speaking. He said in the silence, launch the deep and let them in nets for a what? A drop or for a catch. Simon said, the, the fisherman said, uh, look here, buddy. Uh, we have toiled all night. We've taken every, uh, nothing. Uh, we have done all we have. Uh, and so Peter was in the same boat, heard Jesus speak. 
I'm sure Jesus taught faith and taught prosperity and taught this stuff. And you can sit in these same chairs and heard this message that I've been preaching for the last hour and everything. And, and then now God gives you an instruction, launch out to the deep. But if you're still holding on to religion and still holding on to your ways, hey, I'm a fisherman. I know what goes on. And it's not, it's 3 o'clock and we did this all night long. I've been trying this all my life, uh, buddy boy, with your little 31-year-old self. And you, you can't tell me nothing. I've been doing this all my life. But now faith says, I need you to do something different. I need you to change something and launch out to the deep. And so God is demanding today, I need you to change something. I need you to step out in faith, not out of your experience, not out of your knowledge, not out of what you know or what you think, but launch out in faith. Do something that you have not done before that goes against what you know. Because faith you don't know. You've never been here before. You've never seen it work this way. And so Peter said, I'll net down the net. One net. But he did say according to your word. So when you launch out, make sure you have a word. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net broke. And they, and they asked or they cried out unto their partners that were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships and, and they began to sink. I, I'm, I'm just, wow, this is amazing. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> He said, let down nets. They let down net. And so God, he, he's, he's unlimited. He's, he has resources. But if you're scared and, and if you're going by your reasoning, you won't experience the fullness of what God has for you. You know, God said, go step out and get a new car. And, and you'll never know that, hey, you could have went down and got a brand new uh, Mercedes C-Class. But you went to the used car because you've always gotten used cars. And everybody in your family always got used cars. And so you went down 74 to the pay here, buy here, and, and got another. It was new to you, but there's, there's something bigger and greater. Don't limit yourself to the net when you can have the nets. Now, guess what, Artie? Come on. He's the, there are partners in the other boat. Why, why didn't they let down nets? Come on. They, them, they, they were close enough so they could call them. And come over to help. Don't you be scared either. Don't don't let pastor get all the blessing, and you don't launch out and launch out your own nets. Don't be sitting there watching the blessing go on, and you sitting there and still in doubt unbelief. You you're seeing people give and receive. You're watching folk and miracles happen, and we had testimonies in here already. We're seeing it. How dare you be in the same position in the same sea where miracles and, and glorious things are happening, and you miss it? What a sad thing to be in, in the same sea and not get your net breaking, boat sinking harvest. So I'm finished, but I implore you today don't miss out what God has for you. Get in position. Inform God's word in your mouth. Thank you for joining us today. We always appreciate to hear how God is moving in your life. No matter where you are in life, we'd love to hear your story. 
please visit fsmonero.org. Also, if the message you heard touched your life and you would like to support this ministry financially and make a difference around the world, you can do so by visiting fsmonero.org and click on the Give link. We thank you.